It is 10:20. Welcome back on this Monday. We've got Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story. Hey, Natalie. Hey there, Brian. Welcome back. Thank you. We've Good to got be back. <laughs> over a hundred and fifty thousand people that are not doing what they're supposed to be doing at work or at home, and instead okay. are logged on watching Johnny Depp in court with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. They're in the Virginia courtroom again as the defamation trial continues for a third week. He is suing her for $50 bucks in connection to an op-ed piece that she published about domestic abuse in 2018. That was a very specific number. I, I take it we can see how many people are streaming. <laughs> yes, it's like a YouTube video almost stream, and you can see gotcha. how many people. So six minutes before it actually started, there were 50,000, and it just started, and now we're over 150,000. Whole situation's odd, but then again, what else would you expect with Johnny Depp? <laughs> the one thing, I, by the way, just kind of seeing him more recently, it's like even for the, you know, the, the Pirates movies, I don't know if they're really doing makeup anymore. <laughs> Just uh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, now we were talking with uh, John Decker before the break about this Supreme Court religious liberty case, and I want to dive in a bit more. He mentioned that uh, the proceedings are just getting underway before the United States Supreme Court. This coach, Joseph Kennedy, there's actually now a Florida tied to it. Kennedy, this all happened at a school in in Washington near Seattle, but he actually has since moved to Florida. I guess that's what a lot of people are looking for freedom and liberty do these days, right? But anyway, this case that goes back years uh, is now being heard before the United States Supreme Court, this religious liberty case. Tanya J. Powers joining us and is monitoring the proceedings, covering the story. Tanya, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Listen, if you talk to John Decker about this case, he is the guy. I mean, <laughs> I have the utmost respect for him. He's my former coworker, and yep. just love him to pieces. He is so good with this stuff. Amen and amen. And I know that's a tough act to follow. He kind of gave us, you know, the legal overview and some of the historical precedent that will be considered in this particular case. I know that you're taking a look at a lot of the nuts and bolts and the inner workings of, of what got us here. Yeah, well, I mean, the, I, I don't know how much I can add to what he already said, but the, uh, the how he got here was Joseph Kennedy, the assistant coach for Bremerton High School's football team that's near Seattle. Um, he basically would walk to the 50-yard line after games and say a prayer uh, started out. Uh, he was just doing this by himself, and there was, you know, players and students, you know, here and there who would follow him and go with him. The school board told him to stop, basically, Um the the whole thing happened that they had found out because in September of 2015, an opposing coach spoke to the high school principal about it, about the, the prayers after the uh, the game. They did an investigation. The school district superintendent said, okay, you have to stop using your position as a public school employee to preach religion. Um, he apparently also gave motivational speeches to the students. They They said he could still do that, but they had to remain secular. They couldn't be religious in nature. He could also continue to pray after the games, but it had to be physically separated from student activity. Like, you know, he he could do it, but it couldn't be it couldn't be demonstrative. Like, if you saw him walk out to the 50 yard line, they didn't want to know. You know, they didn't want to be able to tell what you were doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, the coach initially went along with this uh, after he had gotten a lawyer and started a, a PR campaign. 
uh, kind of against the school district there, he said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start doing this again and praying at the 50-yard line. And that's where, you know, things kind of, you know, took off from there. Um, the the whole thing is, is quite interesting to to watch, you know, as to what happens because, uh, as I'm sure John already explained, the court's decision could revise an earlier ruling from 1962 that, you know, says that the state can't pressure school children to pray in a particular way and that govern, government employees should not elevate one kind of faith or religious practice over another. So if um, if this case is ruled for Kennedy, then, um, you know, it could kind of undo that. Yeah, Tanya, um, and, you know, that's some good additional information. Some of the um, particulars I found to be interesting in this, uh, as I understand it, he was an assistant coach. So we're not talking about the mm-hmm. head coach of the team. And the, the the implication is there was no requirement to participate. But the implication is that it was implied. But they get, then again, you're not talking about the head coach. You're talking about an assistant who was leading this. And uh, have we heard from other members of the coaching staff, including the, the head coach in, in any of this? I don't know. That's a good question. And, and I don't know that it makes a difference as to the fact that he was an assistant or not. I mean, uh, you know, he's still what they would consider a, you know, a, a, a school official, you know, assistant head coach. I don't think they make the distinction on that. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the, what the court does with this. I mean, you know, three years ago during an earlier phase of all this, some of the justices, you know, joined an opinion by Justice Alito, uh, who had suggested that the school district violated his constitutional rights to free speech while, you know, because they said you can't pray while you're at work. Um, you know, it, this sort of is an intersection between not only religious, uh, you know, religious, uh, exercise, but also free mm-hmm. speech. Um, and like you said, there were some of the students had objected to this because, and their parents had, because they felt like they kind of had to go along with it, you know, even if they didn't want to, um, because it was a, a school leader and they, they felt, you know, kind of intimidated into this. Um, you know, it, it's, that's part of it as well. So it, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the court rules on this. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News Radio. Appreciate it, Tanya. Mm-hmm, if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.